Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage. My name is Jarrell Lowe, and I'm excited that you're here with us today. Congratulations. Well, what do you congratulate me for? All the hard work, everything that you've done with your lender, preparing for the home purchase. Congratulations on that, your home purchase. You've now received your keys. You're all moved in. You're ready to start that remodel that you thought about when you first viewed the home. All right, we want to take this wall down. We want to do the kitchen. We want to upgrade our master bathroom. Whatever it is, we understand that you're excited to be in this place. Even if it's growing your family, you know what? You had an opportunity to move out of a condo into a bigger home. Or you finally can throw those backyard parties that you guys have been thinking about. You know, these are the moments, these are the exciting times that keep us going. They, they give us a refreshed thought. They give us that connection with others, our friends, family. These are the things that we just love to talk about and experience, even if it's the housewarming parties. But what we also want to prepare for is our topic today is asset protection. How do you protect your assets? Just as you're going through that great experience, just as you're going through all those planning ideas and future homewarming parties and all those things, it is important to prepare and plan for worst case scenario. It sucks. I know. Nobody wants to do it. We didn't want to do it. Let me think. Let me correct myself. I shouldn't say we didn't want to do it more or less of we didn't know what to do. So much energy is dedicated to getting you in the home. It may have taken you three months, six months, nine months. Some that we've worked with, it was a year-long process of planning and preparing and bringing down their debt-to-income ratio, increasing their reserves. It takes a lot of work, and you don't want that work to go in vain. So just as you've gotten yourself to this place where you own that property, where You now have fully cleared everything that could possibly come up from contingencies to debt to income ratio to low credit score, whatever the case may be. We don't want you to take this for granted, right? You're in the home and we need to apply the same amount of energy to protecting that home, right? Rather than waiting till it's too late. Well, Jarrell, what do you mean by too late? There's a ton of opportunities or Lessons that we can learn in the media, and we've also heard about families of a loved one dying or something happening and they didn't have a plan. You know, these are the opportunities we should say, wow, let me take note and see how I can figure this out. You know, for us, when we first bought, it was exciting in 2018. But I think it was 20, uh, end of 2018, 2019, a close friends of ours had passed away. They didn't own a home. But it was just a total life shift that she had to figure out now that he wasn't there. And 
that kind of woke me up as a man, right? Saying, whoa, 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 I hit a little too close to home. What's going on? What am I doing? Let me take inventory of where we're at in my house. You see, when we talk about asset protection, it's really a component of financial planning, intending to protect one's assets from creditors or claims, right? And understanding that we live in a litigious state, that's where we are. It is important for individuals and business entities to use asset protection techniques to limit creditors' access to certain valuable assets while operating within the bounds of debtor and creditor law. What does that mean? We have to find a way to protect ourselves, protect our businesses, and protect those from attacking either our business and self. You, we live in California, and I'm sure it's crossed any of the state. We hear the, the term thrown out so casually that I'm going to sue you. And what does that look like? How do you protect yourself? But it's just not, when we're talking about asset protection, it's not just that we're protecting ourselves against someone. Sometimes we have to protect ourselves from ourselves, right? Because accidents happen. Things happen. Life happens. So I think in life, we know there's two things that we cannot avoid, and that's death and taxes. So how do we protect and prepare ourselves for those things that are to come? Asset protection series. You got to protect your assets. Doesn't matter if it's little or a lot. Doesn't matter if you're a billion dollar person or you're the janitor working a nine to five. We have to find a way to protect our assets. Why? Because it's about the lineage. It's about what we're giving to our children, to our our loved ones. What are we leaving behind? Our pastor says, you can't take a U-Haul to heaven with you. (laughs) And I find that funny, but it's so real because we build all these things and we work so hard in life that we don't think about how we're going to pass this down or what it's going to look when we share it with our children, our nieces and nephews, our wives, our husbands, whoever is, you know, when my time comes, I want to make sure Brittany is uh, set up and well, you know, things are laid out where it doesn't have to be a challenge, so challenging. So we decided to take this opportunity, be a little vulnerable and share about our steps, at least what we did after the purchase of our first home, and bring on the individuals that helped us along the way. Well, what do you mean? We didn't tackle this as we are the experts. Uh, Let me just tell you, stop you right now and share, we are not the experts in asset protection. But what we did do is we seek guidance from those in our lives that were experts in their field. We wanted to know how do we protect the home? How do we protect ourselves? And then we learned so much more about the vulnerable positions we are in that we often don't pay attention to. I'd hate to revisit the story, but I do need to share because it just came out. Black Panther. We all fell in love with Black Panther. I think I went to the movies and watched it four or five times. And just that what he had gone through as a man and his... I don't want to say just past, like it was, you know, prostate cancer and things that came up and it just happened so fast. 
And from what we can see in the media, I don't want to speculate, but it was very, you know, we got a lens into, uh, and who I'm speaking of is Chadwick Boseman. We got a small lens into his life dealing with this and how it happened so quick, right? Because one day he was Black Panther, and then a year or two later, we're like, my goodness, he's lost so weight, so much weight. What is going on? And then the news came out that he was, you know, what he was dealing with and what was going on. But I don't want to shed a bad light on his families and what he was going through. But I do want to use this moment to highlight the importance of protecting your assets. I think it was about two weeks ago, uh, Grant Doherty released what had come about from his uh, uh, estate settlement. So for those that don't know, Chadwick Boseman was about his estate was about three point eight million. And when you go into probate, you're going in for the court to assist you to divvy up whatever your assets are, right? And they're coming in as a, as a regulator or as a someone, an individual that's going to help the family and loved ones navigate this tough time. So with a $3.8 million estate, his wife got $1.15 million, So she got $1.15 million. His family got $1.15 million. The government gets $1.15 million in fees because Chadwick did not have a will or trust. And lastly, probate court. They took $900,000. So I, I, I want to, again, please let me state this with the uttermost. I'm not using this opportunity to shed a bad light on his experience or what his family is going through. But we need to use these moments, these opportunities as a reflection to say, what do I have? What do I not have? What do I need to work on? What do I need to get in store so I can make sure my family doesn't have to go through this? When we talk about, and I think the last part is, you know, having a will or trust that is so crucial. And let me start there because I don't think this is something I'm just going to speak about my community, my family, and I'm not speaking for everyone, but it was not something that was taught at a young age how to have a will or trust. And it wasn't until I became experienced a little crisis in life and realized when we got married, you know what? I'm seeing things happening to other people around that I don't want to happen to me. So it took us having a hard conversation. And if you haven't done a will or trust or set up a trust, I'm going to just encourage you, prepare to have those hard conversations. Even if it's with yourself or if you do have a spouse, those hard conversations are going to help you along in this process. And so for us, you know, let me let me begin with the let me start at the beginning, right? Because we're still in that fun stage of I just got a house, Drill, what's next? What do we do? Well, first, I want to talk to you about a life insurance, right? I'm not going to sell you nothing, but I'm going to bring the experts in to help us to talk about what we have. And just to give you a little information, my company provides a policy for me as long as I work there. And Brittany is the 100% beneficiary of that. But when we bought our house, it was like, that's not enough. All right. We need to figure out just in case I'm gone cover the house so Brittany has somewhere to stay or the kids have somewhere to stay, whatever the case may be. And it's a sensitive subject, so I'm dancing a lot right now because I don't want to 
speak softly on something that's very, very detailed, that's very critical in people's lives. But in my experience, what I'm sharing is we're going to talk to several people why we took on a life insurance, why we worked with our CPA, why we met with the insurance broker. And then the final conversation we had with the trust attorney. Why? Because these critical pieces are important to ensure the work that you've done to get into that home is protected for your kids or whatever legacy you're trying to leave after that. Protecting your assets more than just protecting the money that's in the bank account is protecting what you're working so hard to build up. And if you ever have the chance, there's one book that I would like to recommend that just blew my world away. James Hughes wrote a book called Family Wealth, and I had the chance to read this uh, two or three years ago. Now, for what it is, Family Wealth is talking about our Rothschilds. So he highlights four or five families in this book and talks about how generational wealth, how they've been able to, one, become the family bank, Two, create these opportunities that have last six, seven generations. And when we're talking generations, he's saying he's using the measure of 100 years, meaning one generation is 100 years in this lineage of the family. So most successful families make it past four generations. And there's only three or four families in the book that he referenced that were able to make it past that point, meaning the wealth that they accumulated the things that they've done to build that and protect it along the way has provided opportunity for their children, grandchildren, and so on and so forth. I go back to this story of family wealth because it reminds me of a college buddy that I used to hoop with. Man, he was a great guy. Dude was just humbled, hardworking, the whole, you know, the story of whatever it is. And we used to go hang out. You know, his dad was very friendly, like a very, he would, come hang out with us. We'd go to his house, hang out. And the crazy part is his dad owned three houses in this one cul-de-sac. And we didn't find this out until after we were done playing basketball, of course, because we always went to the one house, like that one house we knew was their house. But it came up in conversation that the dad said, when I'm gone, I want this neighborhood to be ran by my grandkids where their kids can feel safe and play and have a good time. So when we're talking about protecting assets, it's yes, protecting what's here and now, but also thinking forward of what's to come. As we shared, death and taxes are two things we can't avoid. Death, deeds, and taxes, I guess we can say, are three things we can't avoid. But when when we're working so hard, I don't care if it's you by yourself or if you have a spouse or if it's, you know, for Brittany speaking for myself, I know my day is going to come where I'm not going to be here. And that day that I'm not going to be here, I want her to be able to live a life that is not subjected to anything less than what we're doing now because I'm not here. Now, maybe I need to reframe that. I don't want her Yes, the morning's going to be there or the grieving's going to be there. Her uh, ability to live the way she wants to live or is living now, I don't want that to change because I'm not here. Financially, if I set my players in place, then it should be working towards what we're trying to do or build for the future or what's to come, right? Our children, we want to be able to hand something down to them. It was so often in our community, it was always someone died. We need to go 
man, we need to go have a car wash. We need to go do something or we need to go help out. This became the norm in in my community. What I realized when I sat down in my job is, no, I don't want that cost to be a burden on no one else in my community. That cost, I'm going to take care of myself. And that was set aside when I set up the policy with my job. No, this portion of this policy, 20000 will cover my burial fees, whatever that may be. And I've already established how I want that to look when it's my time. And Brittany understands that. And that's why I say these hard conversations need to be had, either with yourself or with your loved one, because there's going to be disagreements. The way I wanted to be buried, Brittany didn't necessarily agree with that because she wanted to be something more. And I I don't believe that. When we're talking about when you get to estate planning or writing your will and trust, you're going to have hard conversations of who has to pull the plug if that decision needs to be made and when do they pull it? I don't want to get into the details because I have the experts that are going to come on in the next few months. And that's the reason why protecting your assets is so important. I don't want to sit here and and, and scream as if I'm the expert, but my experience, our experiences, we said we need to have those individuals that have helped us through this process. Come onto the podcast, talk to us. And you guys, as if they were working with us for the first time and why it is so valuable right now. These things are happening around us. And as I share, we are not the experts. We are merely individuals just like you learning on how to figure out our place on this planet, how to provide better opportunities for ourselves, our loved ones, and for our children, right? We want the best for them. So when I say... Yo, protecting your assets is about that one house you got. You know what? This is the house you just bought might not. You're going to buy two or three more houses in your lifetime. Heck, you might buy 10 more. But the wealth that you're accumulating at that job, in your business, in your work, whatever you're doing with your spouse, yourself, it's important that you have a plan for all those items. So I don't want to get on. And I probably have already been rambling. So please forgive me because I absolutely this new knowledge that I've been learning is something that I want to pass out, share as much as possible because it has been such a benefit for us. And the last phase was meeting with the trust attorney, right? We met with our life insurance dude. Man, he is awesome. I'm going to bring him on in a few weeks and let him just serenade you with all the details, information, and real life examples that could benefit. From there, once we got our life insurance policy set up and things worked out, so it covers the sale of the house and some, I mean, excuse me, not the sale of the house, but it will cover what the expenses of the house so Brittany doesn't have to worry about a payment or all that other good stuff. Uh, We went and sat down with our CPA to get our business and our personal stuff situated because we wanted to make sure that things were good. This is the plan. This is how it's going to work out. Once we did that, we went and sat down with an insurance broker. I do have to say this is uh, Brittany's family. My goodness, talk about relationships, right? But whatever, the insurance broker for Brittany's family for umpteenth years, Brittany said that she's been knowing them since she was a little girl, like seven, eight, nine years old or something like that. But they gave us the game plan that we could execute and how to have an umbrella insurance that protected everything. And then the last conversation we had that took us several months to work through was the trust attorney setting up the trust and the will. So everything was in place. But 
that's a part of the journey. I don't want to limit it to just those entities or individuals, but that was the journey we took to get ourselves to this place. Now things are set aside where probate court doesn't have to come into play if something happens. We don't have to worry about uh, GoFundMes or raising money if you need to take care of my burial fees or whatever the case may be. This is how we prepare being proactive instead of reactive. We're not going to wait until the crisis happens. We're going to take care of it now. When that time does happen, we can allocate that grieving time, that morning where it takes a little while for individuals to come through. And I don't want this to be a doom and gloom. I want you to understand protecting your assets is about the opportunity, the opportunity to capitalize on planning and the opportunity to set your family well beyond what they are. Because I think that I think the goal with kids, family or whatever it is, is evolution. What do I mean? Leave it better than you found it. Before me and Brittany were married and got together, and after my time comes, I want her to be well off. For our kids, I want them to be better off than what I was when I was a kid. And it's that's where the evolution piece comes in. And part of that process is protecting your assets and planning for the long haul. So with that said, I do want to share, Brittany and I are not the experts, but we understood to seek guidance from the experts. And those experts We're inviting them on in the next couple months for our Protecting Your Assets series. This series is going to share information from life insurance, taxes, CPA information, insurance broker, and then our trust attorneys that have all agreed to, over the course of the next few months, share some details that could help you and how you can contact them if you're ready to start that process. Tough conversation, but it needs to be had. We need to make sure that we're giving more to our legacy, to our loved ones, than we are to preparing for the opportunity of home ownership. Both are important, but we need to give equal amounts of energy to both. And with that being said, we appreciate you. I appreciate you for tuning in. We're excited to continue this journey. And here's to another one. I see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.